The following podcast, though presented by Tamed Idiots, is intended for mature audiences. The opinions presented in this podcast are not intended to sway anyone's opinions as the people presenting them are kind of dumb. The topics that are presented and the opinions that are expressed are intended for entertainment purposes and should be considered satire. Some of these stories may be exaggerated. It's up to you to determine which ones. Though we are not professionals, we have a combined total of 240 years of being stupid. Do not try this at home, and please proceed with caution. Welcome to the Absurdly Average Podcast. My name is Akil, and you're joining us yet again as we come at you this week with another topic that we are either arguing about, talking about, whatever. And I might even like try and change the intro and just be like, hey, you're joining myself in a roundtable of my friends as we're stupid about something. Uh, because that's what it is. It's basically a roundtable discussion about just whatever. So today is going to be no different. Now, before I introduce the topic, I want to introduce you to the people that are here joining me today. So today is myself, Cotier, Spatuli, and Biggin. What's up? Uh, we may have Tony joining us later on. We will see. But we are talking about a billion bucks. Now, for those of you who are either, and we broke down the demographics a couple of weeks ago on where we're having some listeners from, and we have a lot of... Uh, a lot of listeners that are not from the U.S. So for those of you who don't know, last week there was a lottery drawing for essentially a billion dollars, right? An incomprehensible amount of money because, I mean, even a million is hard to comprehend, right? But it's it hit a billion dollars, and I was really, really curious, and I even bought some tickets too, on uh, what that would what that would be, what you would do, everything like that. And so that's why we're talking about it today. Basically, a billion bucks and the shit that that impact would have for you. Um, now, if you want to convert this Cotier into maple syrups and or anise, you are more than welcome to. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll, take, I'll take a billion US. Okay. That's like 2.4 or some shit. Oh, wait, shit. Is the dollar like two point something of a Canadian meese? No. Oh. I don't know what the conversion rate is to Canadian scratch and sniff dollars, which again, I think I've asked you this before, but is that it a thing? Isn't... Like, oh, your money is not scratch and sniff? No. Oh, well, Akil, Akil, thank you, because you're being more like Canadian discriminatory than I normally am, and I well, no, like no, no, because there was, there was a meme that went fucking viral, and I mean, this is years ago now. Oh, no, it when like, it yeah, first came out, a lot of us believed it too. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Aha! Uh-huh. Okay, cool. So let's get ahead. Uh, let's go ahead and just start off. And what we're going to do is we're I'm going to leave it open ended. So the topics are going to be up on the screen and everything like that. Now, for those of you who are listening, if you ever want to join us live and give us your input, you are more than welcome. It is Brown Love 010 on Twitch live every single Wednesday from 6 to 8 p.m. So we welcome your input. Um, but what we're going to do is I'm just going to leave it open. And anyone who wants to have an answer to the to the questions that are at hand please feel free and we're going to start one at a time so i'm going to highlight the first one which is the first thing that you do when you win the billion dollar lottery so you guys run it the first thing that most people are going to do is become very anti-government very quick and i say that because when you realize that the government gets more off that lottery than you do <laughs> then you start thinking like i do 
Did you see that, Akil? The person that won the most recent lottery? Akil, you're muted. No, no, no. I know, I know. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening uh, to the question. Um, the most recent person that won it only got like, I, and I say only, it's still $400 million. But like, if you win like a one point, I think it was like $1.08 billion lottery and you walked away with $400,000. That's it. Or $400 million, Excuse me. Sorry. Well, yeah, but that's if you also take it as a lump sum. As Any well, financial which... advisor will tell you take the lump sum. Mm-hmm. So um that's that's the first thing is you know um we're we're gonna get into the lump sum of the payments later but right now it is the first thing that you're gonna do when you win what is that first action like you are at the gas station grocery store wherever the fuck it is and you have now figured out that you won a billion dollar lottery ticket what are you doing well the first thing you gotta do is go to a lottery station because you can't claim you're on a gas station <laughs> right, we're not talking about claiming. We're we're just talking about once you found out that you won. What is the first thing that you do when you win? Cash the check. Well, good luck cashing a four hundred million dollar check. That's a pain. That's a whole another can of worms. We can get into finance. We can get into the finance of that too. That's ridiculous. Um, because uh, most, if not all, financial institutions only insure up to two hundred fifty thousand. But that's a whole another can of worms. Um. You know, for me, I'd fucking definitely let my family know and then start handing out fucking percentages because that's what you got to do. Take care of your family and your friends. See, I expected so many more spirited answers than this. Um, I know for me, like, there's so that I'm just there's being that practical, man. You can't do anything until you cash the fucker. Well, and mine was even going to be even more, like, textbook than Spatuli. It's hire a financial advisor. <laughs> See, like... There's so for those of y'all who are listening and may or may not know, there is something that is called post nut clarity. Um, and it's where you basically get the emotions out and then you deal with the rest of your day or whatever the hell it is that you have in front of you. So, yeah, you get yourself some post nut clarity and then go on with your uh, with your decision making, because that is a lot of emotions that are riding right there and you don't want to make any irrational decisions. So go bust one and then continue on. That's where my thought is. I I think for us, though, the issue is, honestly, is we're all older. And, you know, for the most part, you know, like, even with that amount of money, our aspirations are realistic, right? So we're not just going to freaking, oh, the second I freaking get this fucking money, I'm going to go buy a fucking yacht. You know, because by now, we, we are smarter with money. We understand that, you know... It does. It doesn't make any sense because you have no basis. Just because you have a lump sum of money doesn't mean you're fucking rich. Yeah, you're you're rich, but you're not wealthy. It's a big difference, mm-hmm. right? Being rich I means you have, means you have money now. Being wealthy means your fucking great 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 grandkids mm-hmm. have fucking money. So there's a big difference, I think, in the age group. Like if you were to ask like a 16 year old, hey bro, if you want or 18 year old, right? What's the, that's the minimum, right? 18 years old. Let's say, bro, you just want to fucking, you just want $400 million. What are you going to do with it? The first thing they're probably going to say is I'm going to buy a house or buy a fucking supercar. That's, that's it. But like once you've lived to a certain point and you understand the importance of money, then it gets to a whole nother playing field. Like the, if the, you're the, open-minded. The smart move in this situation is you need to go ahead. Like you, you get 
like we said, the walk away was like 400, it's like 450 million. Let's make it a nice even number, right? This is what you're going to walk away with. You need to go ahead and like prepare yourself for the fact of you're going to take maybe 20, 30 million. And that's going to be your fuck off money. That's going to be go buy the stupid shit that you want. If you want to buy a house, if you want to buy a fucking, you know, nice car, boats, you know, 20 to 30 million, that's your fuck off money. And then the rest of it needs to be invested. You need to take that money and make it make you more money. Yep. Okay, so here's here's some things that I pulled up because I did a lot of reading. Um and a lot of people We don't do don't that have... damn reading around here. We ain't one of them <laughs> fancified peoples, damn it. I know. What can I say? Like having a third grade education has put me miles in a way just it, closer to the winner's circle, you know? It, that's that's where hey, I'm at here. It has for me. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> but um okay, so since we've kind of fallen off of the first question, period, um, there's a lot of like research and data that's out there on lottery winners, right? And it's a lot of research. It's not just like, hey, this is one person's thought on it or anything like that. It's a lot of compiled evidence. So number one. 70% of people that win the lottery are broke, period. They end up broke. Mm-hmm. And everyone thinks that they are the outlier of um, of being hit by, you know, it's not going to be me, it's not going to be me, I'm not going to go broke, whatever, right? But the numbers and the raw data do not support that whatsoever because the data is freely out there for things that should be done if you decide to take it as a lump sum or you decide to take it as an annuity. But either way, only 30% of people that win the lottery are actually good and they're, they're, they're stable. 70% of winners, period, go bankrupt. And I think that's the biggest thing that people fuck up on is everyone thinks that they are outside of that norm when – you know, okay, there's five of us in here now because Tony's here, right? So if we had a cool seven of us right now, all of us fall into the percentage of losing it all. That's just the way the numbers play out, right? But there's there's more out there, but I'm curious on y'all's thought on do you think you would actually go broke with, like, taking the payment however you decided to take it? No, I, I don't think so because it's as simple as this, right? So, look, where I'm at in my life, it, it, it wasn't handed to me, right? I worked for it. So I understand the importance of of money in general, right? And, and you know, I have that I have that backing to where, like, I started with fucking nothing, right? And I, I've earned and worked my way up to a certain point where I'm at now. So for me, it doesn't matter where I'm at now. With, with, you know, which, you know, the amount of money I have now, or if I get an extra 400 million or a billion dollars on top of it, I know where to allocate those funds to continuously make me more and more money, right? And I think that is one of the biggest issues why 70% just go broke because they, not that they don't have a sense of like, um, of earning, they just have never worked hard enough well i guess that's just generalization obviously they they haven't 
worked to a certain point to where they felt that they earned that money themselves. So to them, that's just piss water, mm -hmm. right? They could piss that all the way because they have no, there's no value to them for, with that money because they haven't earned it themselves. I mean, I feel like someone naturally earning a billion dollars is also like completely highly unlikely. I know, but but look at Bezos for example, right? He's just making more and more money. Obviously, his company is different, but he's never going broke, and his entire lineage will never go broke, mm -hmm. right? Because well, yeah, I feel like if he, I brought it off of slavery, Bezos like, has what you call generational wealth. Yeah, one hundred percent. Same with Musk. But yeah. it's small. Well, well. He yeah, but how now, many but generations Musk, with Musk? Yeah. Because he's yeah, he's, yeah, he's not the out, first one. He, well, he's not the first. One. Well, the problem with Musk is, is he's spitting out kids about as quickly as he's making money. So, but it, but see, yeah, like, but when your when your daddy has an emerald mine, yeah, like, exactly. I think you'll be fine. Yeah, it's the same thing with Trump, right? So it's like Trump obviously expanded a little bit, but his dad was the main one who had most of the money, right? So it's the same thing, like so. Unless you're taught to, you know, allocate large amounts of money in certain ways to make you money or to do better in society or make society better in general, then you're not going to understand, even if you're a financial advisor or not, right? It's, it's not really going to do anything for you because there's no, there's no sense of earning, right? So there's like the safety net to me when it comes down to, to money in general, it's like, all right, well, this is how hard I work to earn this much. Do I want to spend this much and have, have to work this much harder to get back to where I was before I purchased it, right? So you're never going to feel that with gifted money. If it's fucking $20, if it's a million dollars, if it's a billion dollars, right? For most people, they'll think, okay, that's just piss away money, so I don't care. They're going to spend it now and think that they have control over it but not realize because – it, at the end of the day, they're like, oh, it was, just, it was here and gone. What to do? So then here's here comes the next question. Also, uh, hi, Tony. Hello. Hi. Love What's you. Up, Tony. What up? So the first thing we talked about, you didn't miss much, is uh, would you take the – what is the first action you do when you figured out you won a billion dollars? Oh, lump sum. No, 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 no. Not how do you <laughs> take the money. What is the uh, first thing that you – I said post-nut clarity. I'm going to go home, knock that shit out so I can actually think. That was me. Uh-huh. But what is y'all's – what would your first action be the moment you were like, oh, shit, I just want a billion dollars? Oh, I'm turning my phone off and leaving it at home and I'm disappearing. That's – okay, fair. See? I can respect that. 100%. Yeah. No, now, I'm gone. <laughs> the next question does become – and this is where any – like, again – I'm not we're not choosing who talks when or whatever just jump in whenever. Do you take your winnings in a lump sum or do you take it as an annuity and why? Lump sum. Lump sum. Okay, why? I always Cuz I'm not dealing with any other fucking agency for 20 goddamn years on mm -hmm. my money. Yep, and here's the thing, right? Here's what they don't fucking tell you, right? If you win the lottery at 85 years old, Right, and you die the next year. That money just goes back to the government. Mm -hmm. So it's it doesn't matter. It doesn't it doesn't make sense to me because even if because it's all it's all structured, right? You think you take a lump sum or you take a structured annuity, but that annuity is concrete, right? So let's say it's a, how long? Twenty years, right? Maybe thirty years. 
do you really expect to live that long? And if so, then honestly, the odds of you uh, disappearing for various reasons becomes very likely, right? Because someone knows, hey, bro, this dude's cashing all these fucking checks. Let's let's stick them up. You know what I'm saying? So it's like weird stuff like that. And I think uh, you could do a lot more faster. You could do a lot more damage, but you can also do a lot good with a lump sum than just taking annuities. Well, and, 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 and the fact that annuities doesn't draw interest. Well, exa- yeah. So here's, uh, lump here's sum, my oh, go ahead, go you ahead. take the lump sum and you, um, you can take it and you can invest it. And you can use that money to make more money. Because that's how the super rich get rich. Is you take the money that you have and you invest it into more things to make more money. And you keep doing that for a long time. And then at a certain point, you're good. So here's number one. Uh, we did get a uh, comment in chat as far as what someone would do. So Ghoul said, the first thing I would do is get a decent apartment in St. John, New Brunswick instead of a single room and kick it uh kit it out with shelving technology and a good bedroom from there i'd build a layer that i can be proud of so you know there is that <laughs> so that works um now here here's something that i i you know did a lot of reading on and i would actually not take the lump sum personally and there's a breakdown as to why and there's i've got the breakdown for the lump sum as well as the annuities so for those of y'all, again, who are listening uh, and may not be familiar with the lottery, um, I'll break down just what those are first, and then we'll go from there. So the lump sum, you That's just get cute. the whole last thing. I got, I got, I got, I got a one, one, one question for you. Yeah. Do you really trust the government to keep their word for 20 to 30 years? Yes. I don't what? trust them. What? I don't trust them. Look, I don't trust them. Thank parents, you, Tony. Right? <laughs> But the thing is, is that the whole thing with me too. I don't trust the government to keep their word for a week. Right. But if you are guaranteed some sort of thing, right, Mm -hmm. I would rather have it insured or put into bearer bonds or something that I know I'm going to actually have than potentially risk the loss right at the beginning because you are guaranteed that thing, period. But see, I I wonder if not losing 40%. Oh, no, no, no. No, meaning like. No, I mean, with the annuity, Question. right? So, like, let's say, I don't know, all of a sudden, you know, with your money, you start doing dumb stuff, and you get caught up in some, you know, illegal activities, and you catch a felony charge. Does that dismantle your annuity? Like, just like no, no, weird no, stuff no, like that. No, you still have it. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. You're not disqualified from currently, receiving your currently, payout. Currently, currently, currently. That I can mean, change. Yeah, like, okay, that, yeah, maybe that does change. Again, right? but again, it comes down point, to I do not trust the government to keep their word. I don't trust the government to keep their word year to year as it stands right now. I do not trust them to be like, we're going to pay you X amount of money for the next 30 years. Bullshit. They don't pay no, fucking, that's... they don't pay out fucking retirement benefits like they're supposed to half the time. They don't pay out shit to veterans like they're supposed to half the fucking time. They fight people tooth and nail all, along the way. No, no, no. no. They see, are you are never going to see all that money. You could live for the next fifty years and you would never see all that money. I see so for me. As long as the lottery has been going, there hasn't been an issue, right? And a lot of the people who play the lottery are voters for one side or the other. 
Now, if you think that the entire voting base isn't going to be pissed off that someone is going to put in some sort of change that hurts their minimal percentage of winning some massive payout, that's incredibly wrong. Because at some point, everyone is like, that is potentially my money, and I'm going to be furious if the whatever is written is going to impede my chances to withdraw and have access to my money. Now, in theory, that's not anybody's money, right? That's only guaranteed to the winner, whatever. Yeah. But if you have enough people that are going to be furious about any kind of legislation or change into how that works, that is a huge fear for politicians. And the one thing that you get taught in like middle school is that politicians, all they care about is getting their seat back in their or their ass back in their seat. Yeah, but right? the, the problem not is, fuck with that. Is, is, is it's like you've seen and kind of like what we talked about earlier with that post that I shared that I tagged you and Tony in is the government is fearing the people less and less. Um, but anyways, not getting all political aside, I did read something a while back and I'd have to dig, try to dig up and find the article again. But basically in the situation of you take the lump sum, you take half of that money and then put it in good investments and over the course of what you would be paid out the annuity, you would end up making more money. Like See, the that's end- where the, that's a huge difference though, because as far as the tax rate goes, when you if you take the lump sum, right, you get smacked with all of your taxes right in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So you're losing almost forty five percent of your quote unquote winnings right off the bat that goes to the government that you already don't like, right? And if you don't want them to have that you take your uh you take the annuity instead because they get so much less out of that you get closer to your actual amount so if you're getting installments in this by the way how much are the installments by the way so it's whatever the amount is divisible by whatever the payout length is so it can be 20 30 years well the problem right? the and problem then- is is they're still getting the same amount the biggest what you're talking about is you take an inherent so when they advertise what the uh, lottery winnings are, that's that's not actually what the lottery winnings are. You right. not even in taxes, there is already a hit to it for like if oh if you want us to pay it out par uh uh whatever you you're gonna end up paying more in taxes on the annuity because you are not because tax rates fluctuate year to year. And if you are hedging your bets, which it does work, I mean, whether it's in stocks or in in whatever it is, right? Because the tax rates change so quickly, like again, quickly meaning year on year, at some point you are going to end up paying less in taxes on some of your payouts than you would for the current year that you're paying off a larger sum because that larger sum is multiplied to that tax rate. Secondly, the moment you win it, you're put in that tax bracket, period. So right now, if you are making like minimum well, wage, I mean, the, whatever the, it is. The, the, biggest, like, the, the biggest thing is, is you're, for the rest of your life, you are going to be in the top tax bracket. Yes and no. That's no, no, where the no, no. See, that's no, where no, the no, investments no, no. and moving your money comes into play. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but but if you if the tricks that you can do, but to... the annuity. Well, what I'm saying is, is like yes, yes. Like if you take the lump sum, like me and Spatuli are, and, and Johnny are talking about, if you have a halfway decent accountant, you can never pay taxes again. 
Right, it's but quite easy to do. Upon receiving that money, you are immediately in like the top one percent tax bracket. Period. I know, but the annuity, right but, but the but the annuity, the yearly payments of the annuity are always over a million dollars a year, and the highest tax bracket in the U.S. is what two hundred and fifty or three hundred thousand. Yeah, but at that point, your investments, wherever they are, are already deferring what hit you would take on your annuity payout. Yeah, that's the win. Yeah, like the the, the win is that your your interest will pay for the taxes on its own. Bingo. But like that's, my, my that's where it is. My biggest thing though with the annuity, which I fucking, which I wouldn't take, is all right. So let's say <laughs> I'm fucking dying. Um, let's say you won a hundred million, right? Out the door, you won a hundred million, and you take a twenty-year annuity, right? So you're getting what five million a year what if i want to make a big purchase i can't unless it's unless it's an open annuity and i could withdraw as much as i want just pay more taxes right and that is true you cannot you cannot withdraw it early you are at the mercy of whatever that payout schedule is that is absolutely true so like so like if you want a hundred million and you wanted to buy like a 10 million dollar mega yacht right you would have to wait until, like, let's say a couple of years in, and then take that and buy it. That's true. So, like, yeah, with that, it's just like, well, because then it's almost like holding a, a fucking hot dog in front of a dog and putting him on a treadmill, right? It's like, well, I know how much I have. I can see it, but I can't freaking spend it. That I'll be honest yeah, with you. I, I will bet you money if, if, if the research was done. And we don't have a big pool to draw data from but i would bet you money that over the course of like uh, the lifetime of people that win the lottery annuity people get in more shit than lump sum people do because those people like you said you get to the point where you 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 want something or you've spent your money for the year or something like that well fuck i'm broke until it now oh well I, i'll take fucking loan out against this fucking annuity you know, and, and and yada yada yada, and that happens a lot, and all that stuff. That's you know, JG Wentworth. I need my cash now. You know, that's why those people exist. That's why those people are fucking rich, is because people they get these annuities and all that stuff, and then they 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 realize, oh shit, I can't actually pay for all this like I wanted to. See, I think there's there there's an inherent advantage to taking the annuity as well, where you are guaranteed your cash for the next 20, 30 years, right? Period. You can fuck off and just have, you know, a very moderate lifestyle, whatever. Not do a damn thing. And you are guaranteed to live comfortably for effectively the rest of your life. Whereas if you make one wrong investment, if you move the money into a, let's say, I don't know, a Swiss account or something like that, and you forget your shit, your money is inherently more at risk because there's so much more of it that just exists. Whether it is under threat by you or uh, whatever the outside forces are. Like if someone's like, oh, hey, I got a stock tip and you invest and you lose it all, that's gone. 
Yeah, at least but... like the next year in an annuity, you have that coming back and like, all right, well, now I know not to be stupid. Well, that's uh, morons. Have, that, that happens to morons because it happens parts... to 70% of lotto. I, I know the they're fucking idiots. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what me and Spatuli <laughs> are trying to tell you. If you, A, you don't put all of your money into one investment. If I had $400 million, I would probably have a thousand different investments yeah, at least at least like my money would be in at least a thousand different places because the chances mm-hmm. the chances of you of every one of those thousand investments going belly up is <laughs> astronomical you, gonna, if okay look if you if you have a thousand investments whether they be businesses IRAs or the fuck you put yeah, in exactly. the stock market. <laughs> if they all fail, you might as well never, you might as well just put that money in the ground and just bury it, right? And then tell yep. your kids, yeah. give your kids a fucking treasure map. Because see, that, that, you, you, you and cannot again, judge money at all. Again, again, you, you have these people that win the lottery that like, like you say, they, they do that. They're like, well, I got all this money right here. And my buddy Jim Bob says that he has this sheer way to double my money right now. And they do that, and then they lose everything they fucking have, or shit like that, you know. But no, if you if you have that much money, and this is Spatuli, I know you're in finance. I deal a lot with very, very, very wealthy people in the racing and stuff like that. The amount of fucking places that you have your fucking money is 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 ungodly. You 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 hire people to know where your money is because there is no possible way you can remember all the different investments that you have. That's what the treasure map is for. Yeah. I mean, yeah. True. Treasure map theory I could, checks out. I could, see, I could see Tony just building a pirate ship and then going sailing for the rest of his life. Oh, I'd be gone. I'd be disappeared. <laughs> I'd be abracadabra alica gone, bitch. Fuck you guys, I'm out. I love all of you, I'd be gone. I would disappear so fucking fast, it'd make your head spin, and I'd leave you all treasure map. Tony? What? Can you do me a favor? Yeah. I just want to him it. That's all I really care about. Like before you dis before you disappear, like call Fort McClellan and and, and purchase a hemet and just tell him to leave it to this fat guy named Biggin. If you ever get a message and it says checks in the mail, it's on its way. And I'm gone. That's it. All right, that's all I ask, call me. Give me a hemet and I'm good fucking gone i'm gonna hook the boys up and then i dip i'm out do you, do you want to tell our podcast and stream what that is it is an eight-wheeled monstrosity of a fucking vehicle that the military uses everything well all right so the hemet is what you use as a wrecker when an abrams gets stuck when the abrams is our main battle tank so when, that's hilarious i don't when, think that's road legal yes it is yes the fuck what? it is Really? Look it up. HMMT. And yep. in, in HMMT, or is, am I missing a letter, Tony? Uh, um, I think you're missing a letter. Hold on. Yeah, and anything, at least in Florida, if it's not over 9,999 pounds, and I think shorter than like 16 feet, you don't have, just have to have a CDL for it either. It's it doesn't fucking matter. I have a CDL, so it doesn't fucking matter. I know, but like, but like, so... For a CDL license, right, in the state of Florida, at least for the car weird things, like your your truck could be fucking 9,900 pounds and 15 and a half feet tall, and you're good to go. It don't matter. As long as the hitch is tow height, you're good to go. <laughs> that, I would just like, one out, though. Akil, did you look one you up? Know, 
I did. H- I did. H-E-M-T-T. They put missiles on the back of them to transport them. I, yeah, I looked up a bunch of images. That thing is cool. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's massive as fuck. Um, I just want to point out, though, that Akil said he trusts the government. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm moving Akil to my suspected alphabet boy list now. <laughs> um, That's like, once you went down to it, uh, once you come, I can't even talk today. Once it goes down to it, you can't trust him because he can't say he denies the government. Exactly. 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 Well, no, no, no. Okay. Like no, a cop no, says no, he no, has to be a cop, even if he's things. undercover. We all heard you. It's been recorded. <laughs> okay. Obviously, obviously. But like, here's the thing: if you're gonna be, if you're gonna be smart about it, you are not going to give them like four hundred million dollars of your money. The if fuck you're I disdain, am. You immediately are. If you take yes, that lump sum, yes, if you I'm if you to. take your lump sum, right, you are thing. giving them more upfront than you would ever. Okay, over great. 20, but then it's one years. and done, though. It's one and done. I don't exactly. care after that. Here's, I mean, I'm not taking that hit. Million. No, here, here's, here's the, you know what it is? It's not even taxes. That's the fee. Okay, that's the I don't want to deal with the fucking government again fee. Yeah. Okay? And I will <laughs> gladly, gladly pay that every day to fucking. Uh, look, that is the fee that you pay to have fuck you money. Yep. Okay, oh, because as, as as much as it would be cool and everything, the annuity that does not give you fuck you money. Your annuity, uh-huh. you do not. You, 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 once you get all that money, unless you didn't spend it at the end of that thirty years, you'll have fuck you money. But you guess what? I'll have fuck you money today. Fucking. And if anybody in our audience doesn't know see, what fuck you see, money is, that's a double edged sword, and that's why the seventy percent go broke. Because you're like, the 70% this is fucking money. So I'm saying, let's be honest, nobody smart plays the lottery. Well, hold on. well, because, well here's the thing, hold on, right? Hold on, I, I hold, think on, hold on. Real quick. Yep. Like, if you're, let's say it's at 500, like, it's 500 million after, uh-huh. after taxes, right? Uh-huh. You're getting $16 million a year uh-huh. for 30 years, right? Uh-huh. If nope. for some I'm reason good. you are not considering that that is fuck you money, and I've been, I've been around. That's not fuck you, yeah, money. That's not. No, it's not. Really? Okay. Shut up. Hold on. Go to La Jolla Cove, California right now. Try to buy a mansion on the beach for $16 million. I've been to Dubai. The di- here's the difference. No, you can. Because the thing is, is that all of it is investable. The difference between people who have quote unquote liquid fuck you money and people who have smart investable fuck you money are two entirely different levels of fuck you money. No one like when I'm when I was on the streets of Dubai twice now, like the amount of people that carried around cash and flexed comparative to the people who are like, I own all of this. Right. And they own it based on either trading stocks, whatever it is. There is a difference in the level of how you treat and see money when you have real fuck you money. People that ball out and just throw dollar dollar bills at shit don't actually understand the inherent value of money, period. No, oh, yeah. We're, 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 we're not talking about ball. ball that's yeah. why they broke. Exactly. Let me point exactly. out the biggest thing, though. Okay. Everybody's talking about fuck you money. I want fuck out of my face money okay when i get my money i'm done i'm not talking to nobody okay i want to fucking disappear leave me alone okay i don't want fuck off money i don't want fuck you money i want leave me the fuck alone money okay that's all i want and 400 million dollars is good enough for me bitch i don't yeah give a because fuck. Uh, here's the deal right there's a big difference between 16 million and 400 but there's not that big of a difference between 400 and almost a billion dollars right there's 
it's double, but it's really not that big of a difference compared to sixteen to four hundred. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but then like, okay, I just looked up buying an island, right? Uh huh. Well, dude, you, you, I, I could sell you an island right now for thirty thousand dollars. Exactly. They're not. They're not expensive. Like, if you want to fuck out of people's faces and stuff like, and that's, I think this is the problem. Like, people have very grandiose ideas about what you want to do when you have that kind of cash. And the thing is, it's a lot more reasonable than people think. Because even if you get, like, okay, in Europe right now, there's an island that you can get for $2,900,000, right? There's another one in Belize for $600,000, right? Like, you can get these islands, you can do whatever the fuck we want with them, and that is a fraction of your $16 million every 30 years, which means your upkeep is already taken care of. Everything like that is already taken care of. Every time your annuity pays out, you are paying less in taxes, and it's immediately getting squirreled away in either offshore accounts or investables instead of upfront potentially losing all of it being dumb. Okay, so here's – I just did a little math for you. So we said $400 million, right? That was, that was the lump sum payout, okay? So I get $400 million. I take 50 of it, 50 million of it, and that's my fuck-off money. That's I can spend it on whatever the fuck I want. So right now, I have 36 more million dollars than you to start, right? Now, I take the rest of that $350 million. Now, you know what percentage 16 million is of 350, or 350 million? Four, well, don't, don't, don't four, make him do math. 4%. If you cannot spatuli if i had 350 million dollars right now how hard is it to get a return on investment of four percent off that uh you can get that in a month okay legitimately in a month so there you go now i have your second annuity payment and i've already got you beat and I'm a month in. Except you, you are automatically coming out with less money, period, over that amount of time. But, but, but we're fine. not. That's what I'm talking that's, about. That's fine. No, because, look, to me, at the end of the day, regardless of what we argue about, that $400 million allows me to do what I want faster than the annuity does, period. Yeah. Akil, yes and no. Like, child, did you get an allowance from your parents? Nope. That's why you're okay with getting an allowance from the government. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, no. I I yeah. work in an, I work in investments and properties on the day to day basis, right? Uh, 100%, I I literally yep. handle people's million plus dollar properties on the daily. Of course. Right. Here's mm -hmm. here's the problem that consistently exists is that if you're looking at the raw data, right? Not only are 70% of people that get this kind of windfall immediately broke, but the investments that they make are really poor. If I can set up the infrastructure I need with my first annuity and just live like, you know, like I'm broke, right? If I live like I'm broke and set up everything for my family, my kids, my kids, kids, everything like that, I am going to end up paying out less to the government. I'm going to end up making more for my future generations and the risk of me and my family getting destitute within one lifetime is dead. Yeah, but setting that, things that, in that, place is that, so much easier that's what, when you have less of it to fuck with. That, because that's, you don't risk it. That's what we're that's what me and Spatuli are trying to explain to you. A four percent ROI when you have three hundred and fifty million dollars to invest is minuscule i know a lot of investment people that consider that, that that won't even invest their money 
for a four percent ROI. Okay, so let's just say on the weak side, I took a four percent ROI on that three hundred and fifty million. Not only am are me and you making the exact same amount of money year to year for the next thirty years, mine will keep going. Yeah, mine is too, but my taxes are different on it, period. Because when you want to touch it, your deference is instant. When you when you first receive it, it is instant. But, that, but that's what I'm saying. Out, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I don't care about that because the liquid assets that I could have to to invest that money, I can make that money back plus some. Yeah, but the risk is so much higher doing it that way, and that's the problem. Life's all like, about risks. Yeah, because see, like, for I'm me, not, it's also, it's also like this too, right? That money was never fucking mine to begin with. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, but right. see, this this is this is where the seventy and thirty comes in play, right? So you have the seventy who's like, bro, I'm just gonna fucking blow it, but the thirty who understands money and where to put it, that's the difference, right? So if I take Ooh. that four hundred million off rip, right, in five years. I could hopefully be a billionaire, right? If I play my fucking yeah. cards right. But if you're getting that 16, by the time you, let, let's say everything's the exact fucking same, but the timeline's different. By the time it make, takes you to make a billion, I would have made it 15 to 20 years prior to you. Yeah. See, that's I mean, different. That, yes, that's that's the like, point that me and Spatuli are getting at. No, and I get it. The problem, the problem ends up becoming that if I'm not guaranteed to be responsible, and this is just me, right? I know I'm not responsible. And for me, if I can ensure that what I'm doing is slow and smart, it is a better payout for me to do it that way and also make sure that the people I don't like get less and less of my money, period. That's a but huge then, thing. But you also got to factor this in too, right? And this is obviously hypotheticals, but let's say today you win the fucking lottery. You take the annuity, everything's structured out, cool. You get your first fucking payment, and then tomorrow you get hit by a bus and die. The money's gone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, no, it's not. No. Like when you when you can have that willed over, you can have your annuity. I, over. Can you? I don't think so. Yes, I'm can. pretty sure you, you absolutely can. You can absolutely will that shit. Okay, we've been on this for long enough. We get it. Akil wants the annuity. <laughs> he wants the allowance for the government. The rest of us say. And my and my and and my answer, which we never got to, is that I would take the lump sum. And the first thing he'll do with it is buy a Mies farm. Absolutely no. buy a Mies farm. No, the first thing that I would fuck that, the first thing I'm doing is paying off my student loans. <laughs> yeah, those because, because, fuck, because those, fuck those interest rates. I Second on, thing I'm on, doing is shut the fuck up. I got, a I got a question. No, I listened to you guys fucking rant for 30 I got a, fucking I minutes. I got a question for you. Fuck. Go ahead. Go no, no, go ahead. No, do the student loans in Canada work the same as the student loans in America? I don't fucking know. I've never had a student loan in America. Wait, so what? how do your student loans work in Canada? Uh, we have a federal and a provincial student loan that we have to pay back. Mm -hmm. uh, and then basically you make... I'm making currently my minimum payments. Uh, but you can uh, go in and make a payment, like a manual payment, anytime you want for however much money you want. Um... And everything like that. So the first thing I would do is pay off my, pay off my loans. All the money so, into the thing gone. The one question I have for you though about that before we switch subjects, and I, I apologize for interrupting, is on like, well, 
I don't know because I'm asking the question. But if in Canada you go bankrupt, does your student loans get absolved with it? Uh, maybe, probably, yes. I'm gonna say. Shit, I'm going to school. In and America Canada. blows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then <laughs> the next thing I'm gonna do. So the lump sum payout is four hundred million. Yes, sir. We're saying four hundred on a round number. I think it was more like four eighty three. Whatever. That's what the person. So let's got. say four hundred. Let's say four hundred. I take two hundred million, put it in a high interest yield savings account. Don't touch it. I could live off the interest of that for the rest of my life. Taxes being paid by it as well. The other four hundred million would basically go towards setting up my family, obviously. Set up mom and dad, set up my sister, my brother-in-law, and my nephews. Nephews will have their entire lives paid for if they want it. Education, fuck whatever, okay? Build a house. And buy a piece of land. And build a house. I've got a friend who's an architect. He knows exactly what I would do. <laughs> I'd get that shit set up. Done. That property is going to have my art studio. It's going to be a... It's going to be an art studio um, and a... Like a... Oh, wow. My brain just completely stopped. Uh-oh. I would set it up as like a, a, as a practicum, essentially, for artists so that they could go in and have a place to work. Uh, there would be like a dorm room thing for them. There would be a metal studio, ceramic studio, a friggin' um, like, a, uh, like a woodworking studio. There would be a uh, fucking uh, textile studio, like things like that. Like just a bunch of shit that would basically set up for students emerging from uh, from the arts world or like art school and shit. Have that set up. Uh, it would be a paid uh, work experience for them. Residency, that's it. An art residence program. Have that. Their room and board and food and everything would be paid for. Fucking set everything up for that. The college that I went to, I would set it up that every single studio at that school, I would invest all of the money that I got from that. I would set it up so that um, any student going into uh, the metal program uh, would get a full scholarship ride for the two years that they'd be in that program. That's 10 people because that's the studio size uh, per year. So up to 10 per year so that's a maximum of 20 okay have that set up they wouldn't have to worry about fucking anything with that their school is paid for because that's the studio that i went into that's the one that i graduated from i fucking love that studio and i would still have plenty of money left over that i'd set up all of my fucking friends and there's hey, a hey, list Daddy Coachy here. <laughs> there there is a list of 10 streamers that i follow oh. okay as well by the way uh, there's a list of 10 streamers that I follow that I've always said that if I ever won a significant amount of money and whatnot, that I would be donating $10,000 to each of them. 
Aw. Through their Twitch thing or whatever. $10,000 to each of those 10 streamers that I follow. Like, specific ones that I follow. Uh, not including my personal friends, because I would already set them up. So, Akil, you would already be set up. Oh, Yaku would yay. already be set up, because you're my friend. My friend Zenik, who uh, also streams, uh, I would set her up, because like she's a personal friend of mine. I've known her for fucking almost a decade now. That kind of thing. So I would set it up so that, and then on top of that, I've got like 10 streamers that I don't know with this parasocial relationship bullshit that I that I talk to just through chat and whatnot, uh, that I would uh, just donate $10,000 to them. Um, anytime like something like that would come up, boom, done. Uh, and again, I would still have a lot of money left over because again, I'm taking $400 million, or sorry, $200 million, setting that aside, living off the interest, which... Uh, by this point, after the first year, that interest, by the way, uh, the high yield uh, bank account that I've uh, that I found, because when I because I've already been putting in like this is what it would do. Uh, basically, in the first year, I would make uh, off of that in interest. It is um, uh, what what is it? it's like eight hundred and twenty thousand dollars or something like that. So like. I, I can live off of that every year. <laughs> like, plain and simple. I, oh, yeah. I'm fine. I'm good. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. So, like, that's what I would do with the fucking money. Okay. So, I will say, um, I'm curious on this next question that I've got. Do you want to be announced or remain anonymous when you win the lottery? Okay, hold on. Before anybody answers this question, please, please think about this for, like, 30 fucking seconds before you answer. <laughs> Okay. You have to pay to remain anonymous. Just remember that. How much? Uh, it's a percentage, and I can't remember what Don't the give percentage. A Not in. Uh, no, I'm just. I'm curious of the answers first. In Canada, it's different for our lottery system. Uh, they they do an announcement. Doesn't matter. Um. Oh, gross. Hold on, <laughs> but like you don't have like, and usually they when they do that, they also like post your photo, which is fucking stupid. <laughs> I know, right? Like, that's <laughs> so fucking dumb. It's like, here's a photo of a guy who just won $500 million. And they also say, it's like, he bought it at this store. Like, this is where he bought his winning ticket from. And the reason why they do that is because the, uh, whichever place you purchase the ticket from, when, they like, percentage. they get, like, they 2% of whatever it, yeah. the total is, yeah. So that's why they say this is what, like, that's why they have to announce it. It's stupid, um, but the photo, like, there was a guy that won, like, $50 million a couple years back. His photo was a photo of him wearing sunglasses, a baseball cap, a hood, and a face mask. Right? So it's like, and it's only from, like, the shoulders up. So, like, they don't see, like, his butt, so they don't know his body and things like that. So, yeah. I'd be doing the same fucking thing. I'd wear a whole-on fucking burka if I had to. Yeah, what about the rest of y'all? You wouldn't fucking catch me fucking... Spouting my name and my face out there. Fuck that. Let it, hey, let, let it, let it, let it, my past life. let it go public. Because when I roll up to that bitch and I roll back from that bitch and when I roll around after that bitch, I'm gonna have a goon squad with me. <laughs> and we are gonna play fuck around and find out. So, Tony, what about you? <laughs> <laughs> is that even a question? <laughs> It is. Well, there's a I'm there's a reason I'm asking. Tony, you trying I'm to play fuck around and find out too? No, I'm trying I'm trying to play uh, I accidentally died yesterday. <laughs> so here's the thing. 
in Canada, like Cotier said, you are required to be announced, right? Like your name, a photo, whatever, right? That is that is Canada. Now, there isn't anything preventing you, like Cotier said, for dressing up as Chewbacca and going to get it, right? Mm-hmm. There's nothing stopping you from that, but you you must be announced. Same for the state of Florida. In Florida, you also have to be announced, period. Like, it'd be, you know, uh, John Doe from, I don't know, Lakeland, is that a place, Lakeland? Uh, From Lakeland, Florida, uh, has just won $434 million, right? Like, and you're you're announced, period. Um, In Georgia, winnings over $250,000 allow you to remain anonymous. Just as a heads up. So, you know... Just throwing yeah, but like I said, you have to you top. have to pay a percentage of your winnings. Don't care to remain anonymous. Don't care. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If I have to be fucking photographed, you ain't gonna see my face. That's for sure. Goon Squad, target in Georgia. Uh... You know, it'd be funny as shit if someone wins their like takes their lottery pick with like uh, like a George Bush fucking mask, like the bank robbers. It'd be fucking hilarious. No, okay, so hold on. No, Georgia, you don't have to pay. As long as you're over $250,000, you're fine. Like, you can remain anonymous. Uh, In Florida, it's a little different. You can be anonymous for 90 days if you win over $250,000, but the name and city can be released to a third party after 90 days. The specific address and phone number can be confidential. A winner can also choose to stay anonymous after the 90-day deadline. Gang. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) So there is that. Just wanted to throw out a little, uh, a couple of little stipulations there. Um, Ghoul did say in chat, though, I wouldn't mind uh, having my photo taken as long as I can wear a Michael Myers mask in the photo, and I think that's fine. Like, I, from what I've seen, like you can you can cover your face and all that kind of shit. I mean, for fuck's sake, the DMV here in the states allows you to wear a spaghetti strainer on top of your head. So Pastafarian. I mean, yep, it is a recognized religion and therefore religious headgear. So yeah. Okay. Welcome to America. Um, so then the next question becomes, what is your first selfish purchase? What's the oh. thing that you're like, you know what, fuck it. Like, I'm going to splurge. What is that thing? <laughs> All right. To answer, to elaborate on what I said earlier about I'd have the, uh, the goon squad with me and we do gang gang shit, uh, a couple of transferable machine guns. Because like I said, <laughs> we are playing fuck around and find out. You would just out. have a class four right off the rip? Class three. And as soon as I could get approved for one, yes. But no, I would have okay. trans. I, I would get like transferables to start. Mm-hmm. Because right, like you can get fully automatic weapons in the United States. It's just, um, it's. Super easy question. Uh, it's it's just fucking expensive because of the uh, 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 Firearms Act of 1986. Because you can't... Civilians can't own fully automatic weapons in the United States that were manufactured after 1986. So the ones that... What we call a transferable machine gun is one that can be transferred because it was privately owned before 1986. And they're fucking expensive. You know how much a fucking M16 costs? Like a transferable M16? Who the fuck would want an M16? Oh, just, 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 just saying, like this, just, just a transferable M16. Probably what, like thirty grand. Uh, the last time me and my buddy were looking ninety. That's 
fucking stupid. Gross. At that point, you might as well just throw a binary trigger inside something you've already got. Like, hey, 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 easy, <laughs> easy, easy, okay? What's yours, Tony? Oh, super easy. You ready? My first selfish purchase, I'm establishing a religion in the church. Ah, there you go. 501c3! Okay. 100%, yeah, I'm going to establish a religion in a church, and then I'm going to donate all of my personal money to the church. So what is your... Uh, because, again, we were talking about the Pastafarianism that is here. So what would the, what would the foundation and crux of the Tony religion be? <clears throat> well, we worship thighs and butt cheeks, um, but we are also um, waiting for the recoming of the catgirls to our civilization. Aha! Okay, gotcha. Now, is there any religious headgear that is required of your parishioners? Oh, yeah, 100%. You gotta wear ears, bro. Cat ears? Gotta wear the ears. <laughs> what does it take to become a bishop in your religion? Well, I'm so glad that you asked me this. <laughs> um, you have to denounce that you are not... You have to say that you're not a furry right off the rip, okay? In front of everybody. And then... um probably have to do so your religion discriminates so so what you're saying is that your religion discriminates against furries 100 percent. just like any religion you have to discriminate against somebody right <laughs> i suppose I, I, hate, I hate the fact that that like clicks like because i'm i'm going through in my head and I'm like well then well all right like you Tell wrong for wrong. that like you wrong for that but it's also not inherently wrong no, every religion discriminates against at least one group of something. Okay, There's so Buddhism? Oh, yeah, bro. Hundred percent. Okay, so your provide so your, Wait, wait, wait. So your <laughs> your first selfish purchase is buying buying a religion, or like I guess establishing buying, a buying a religion. <laughs> buying a religion. Like to buy Catholicism for a hundred million. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude. Okay. Uh, I would establish my own religion in my own church. Probably a couple different ones just so I could, you know, kind of branch out a little bit. We'd have the Church of Cat Girls, the Church of uh, Dealing Gunpowder. Uh, hey, why, uh, 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 fucking words. You gotta have something. Uh, probably, I guess the gunpowder one, the, the saint is Saint Javelin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I here got I thought, Here I thought Tony was about to establish, like, the Church of John Wick. No, no. Or just no, like no. the patron, patron really, saint. Really, really, really hard. Listen, you to establish, have to establish. No, 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 no. You, it's going to take. Ahead. No, I'm sorry. No, I didn't. Really, really hard. Wrong. It's going to be really, really hard to establish a church mm -hmm. if you're going to disappear the moment you get your money. See, you're no, right. because no, no. In fact, it makes it easier because he's there for like a month. He preaches the gospel, then disappears, and the, all all the rumor has to be is that he ascended to the. To the he becomes a martyr oh and a God, saint. Then he's a legend, and then yeah, he's a you fucking prophet. He's Messiah like... the shit out of yourself. <laughs> no, but, but uh, here's the yeah. thing. No, I'm just saying that, like, because he said that the first, like, immediately the first thing he would do when he got the money would disappear. So you know how yes. long it would take for you to establish this church? Yeah, at least six months. No. About six months. No, it's, no. it's about it's about six, six months. months. All he needs is, you know, spend a couple of million dollars in social media campaigns, and a week he'll have a fucking. Actually, no, yeah, well, actually, there's a different thing. What? How? How long did it take John Oliver to do? Anyways, oh, it's the, 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 the church of perpetual uh, exemption or something like that. Fucking hilarious. 
I'm gonna knife. knife. That shit. Oh, now we did get some comments in on selfish purchases. Uh, from Almoran, we got a 69 Pontiac GTO Judge. Hell yeah. So first, uh, and I, I figured that answer would make Spatuli happy. Uh, Ghoul said, after I got my apartment and everything else set up and I buy all the books and toys and stuff that I want, uh, I want my childhood back. I don't know what that price tag would be, but I feel like if you're, you know, fucking around with, you know, $400 million. It was more yeah, money I'm, than Michael Jackson had. Like, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure it's possible. Bro, so he had a that. whole fucking carnival at his house. Bro, for real. Um, all right. So who hasn't gone yet for your selfish purchase? I no, have. Uh, I would. Uh, I would buy. Actually, just the house that I was talking about. That would be my big purchase. I think. Is that your big purchase or your selfish purchase? I mean, it's still kind of selfish. Okay. But it's it's both selfish and not selfish because the other part of it is that the rest of the property and stuff like that is going to be the art residency and everything. Right. Yeah. So like. So I mean. Well, I feel like the question is more like, okay, hmm. you basically have just fuck, fuck all money. Oh. What's the one thing that you just want to buy just to have it? Like, do I, you want a life-size oh. Gundam? Or, you know, just, just, just I would, fuck. I would, because... uh, I, would, I would find out how much it is, and I would purchase Starry Night by Van Gogh. Ooh. Okay. 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 Respect. Respect. The very, it was the very, one of the very first paintings that I had ever seen an image of. Uh, and it's what made me fall in love with the artist. So, as much okay. as that uh, is I cool, like, I, was, I was like, I was like maybe seven or eight years old. I legitimately and, think nice. that Starry Night would bring more than four hundred million dollars. Yeah, uh, most most likely, Probably uh, legally, sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, allegedly, oh, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Now that said, that doesn't necessarily mean that I wouldn't wait a little bit if that's the case, right? Um. Because I will. I, I would. I would wait until my investments got me enough money to do it. Which would Oh, no, you're fine. Years. Starry Night right now is valued at $100 million. You're fine. Oh, yeah, Listen, I'll Done. get you Starry Night for $25 million. Okay. <laughs> What? I was going to say, whatever, whatever, okay. museum, whatever, whatever museum that has Starry Night, be, uh, be a little I would let it stay there. No, yeah, no, no, I, I, I would let it stay there at the museum. Okay. I just want to say that I own it. <laughs> and then immediately oh, okay. donate it back to the museum. Actually, so there is there is uh, art fraud. I was uh, listening to a podcast called Behind the Bastards, and uh, the family who started Pfizer actually did a um, they. So there's no admission that they're like, yeah, we totally did it, but they totally did it. Uh, but you can launder money that way yes, through. You can. That's, that's all. That's all. That's all that is art. what the art yeah, community yeah. is. That's literally it's, <laughs> yep. same, it's same with horse raising. It's the same. It's yep. just money laundering. Like okay. effectively, once to you purchase point. it. Like once you purchase it, you inflate the value of the thing, donate it back, yeah, and then yeah. write off your donation, and all of a sudden you're coming out way ahead. Well, no, not even that. So here's here's what they do, right? So let's say you're a friend of mine, right? And you I mean, like do a, something. You mean for officially me. like a friend of ours, or yeah, you mean well, literally well, yeah, a friend sure. of yours? You if it's, me if it's a friend of fucking ours, <laughs> okay, right, right. Listen here, I'm gonna show you how it works. It's pretty simple. But apparently the government doesn't give a fuck, right? Let's say you're a friend of ours, right? And you do something for me and I need to pay you off, right? Hypothetically. What you do do is say, hey, bro, do you have any quote-unquote name brand art? Meaning, obviously, named artist who can somehow drive, you know, good market price. What they'll do is they'll send it to an auction 
or they'll buy it outright cash, and then he could he could say, "Oh, well, I owe you ten million dollars. I'll give you ten million dollars for that fucking painting, right?" And then yeah, there's tax involved, but there's a legal way to give somebody a, a shit ton of fucking money without having to go through weird fucking things and pay more taxes because the taxes on a piece of artwork is less than taxes if I were to straight up give you ten million dollars. And then that one, that's yeah, that person because... redonates it and then gets the. So it's it's basically they still pay taxes on it up front, but they get the tax rebate once they fucking donate it. But yeah, and I will point. say, as far as like the gifting, gifting a money to a friend, um, you can't just give someone a giant amount of money like that. The government steps in and takes forty percent. It is called a gift tax. Mm -hmm. it, it's a thing. Um, it's actually how a lot of bonuses get taxed as well. So you're immediately hit with 40% off the top unless, like Spatuli said, you find a way to get your money without paying your 40%. Otherwise, out of, let's say, $10 million, you're already losing 40, uh, $4 million out of that. Mm -hmm. So and the same thing goes for resources, and the taxes on that are actually way less because of agricultural. So that's really? I did not know that about horses. Yeah. Tax it's evasion is actually not that hard. Nope, no, it's not. Also, <laughs> we're also, not promoting. Hey, it. hey, look, look. Allegedly, the, e the easy look. And this is this is a loophole, not really, because a lot of fucking millionaires do it. Because you know, I learned from them. Check this out, right? Let's say at the end of the year you own a business, but you don't have enough. Um, you you already spent your maximum tax allowance, right? So if you spend over, it doesn't matter. You're still paying more and more tax, right? So you, you met your fucking maximum, right? And you have money left over, right? What you do is you take that leftover cash and you open another fucking business and that's a full write-off. You pay zero taxes on it. Mm-hmm. Mm, see? Yeah, you or you that do... Either. You can, for the first five like, years uh, that a business is in operation, you can easily show a loss and the IRS won't ask uh -huh. questions. Or you do you do what Facebook does all the time, where it's like, oh, hey, someone's raising money for some such cause for their birthday. Do you want to donate it to it? Your money is ending up going to that charitable cause. However, because you are donating it through Facebook, Facebook then donates that money on mm -hmm. their behalf with their name to yep. whatever foundation, and it becomes a massive tax write-off for them. All so, companies oh, do like, that. Any company, oh, no, they like do. when, when yeah, you when no. you're at the register and they're like, "Would you like to donate X amount of yep. money to X charity?" Absolutely, the fuck not. You would like. Yeah, like I'm not saying don't donate to charity, right? But donate to charity through an avenue that makes sure, like you're you're 100 clear from start to end on those donations which is why we do the donations and fundraisers the way we do on this stream yep, for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Transparent. Because mine, like everything we do when we're partnered with the Make-A-Wish Foundation, none of it happens through me. I'm just a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a loudmouth for the Make-A-Wish Foundation, but your donations go directly to them. They don't pass through me whatsoever. So if you want to make sure that you're not like your donation, while good intended, is not potentially benefiting someone else's bottom line and you just wanted to go help the thing, then make sure you're doing it through an avenue that is directly to the thing. Just yep. throwing those little beans out there. But getting back to the question. Yeah, what hand, is the what is the what, selfish purchase you're gonna make? I would buy is 
much as I can of General Motors just so I can start putting big blocks back in fucking cars. <laughs> <laughs> That's say, that is the most patchouli answer. Yeah, and I'd start fucking. I'd be if I'm majority owner. I say I have the final rule. Big block six thirty twos are going in fucking everything. It's gonna be fuel injected. Cool. We'll meet EPA standards. That's fine. Maybe not in California, but they don't deserve it. So. <laughs> Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> but yeah, you uh, big blocks will be an option, and there will never be fucking four cylinder turbos and Camaros ever again. Um, <laughs> and all the styling will go back to the fucking sixties and seventies because I don't give a fuck. It'd be that simple. Okay, maybe I don't want my church to be my selfish purchase. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, because... Spatuli. Yeah, right I'm, with, uh, I'm also with Dr. Ghoul over there as well with what he's saying about Starry Night from the prop version from Vincent uh, and the Doctor. Let's see. I'd be down with that. I would be good with the prop version of Starry Night that was used in Doctor Who episode Vincent and the Doctor. Actually, One of the best fucking episodes out there, by the way. Hold there's the also, there was also a Dragon Con, I think like five years ago. I have a photo of it somewhere um, of a the the TARDIS with every doctor and companion i think there's like one missing or something like that but every doctor and companion has signed that tardis and i was like oh. what the fuck that's why that uh but <laughs> by okay. that so just to throw just to and throw i know exactly which at, uh... which crazy fucker i'd give it to too fair uh but spatuli right now uh the stock for general motors is 37 dollars and uh 31 cents right mm-hmm. now um, there is 1.458 million um, uh, stocks out there. So you could outright buy General Motors as a stock purchase for $54 million, and you're set. Well, see, so no, no, see just that's, just, that's just being a shareholder. No, I want to be an actual owner. It's a big difference. No, 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 no. Right? no. You are owning 100% Yeah, of even if shares. I own 100% of the shares, it doesn't matter, right? Because the going rate for General Motors isn't $54 million. It's probably about a billion and a half dollars. Yeah. So, oh, I'm sure what the value – I'm sure the valuation is different. Yeah. But at that point, you are – Yeah, the so then what? But then, yeah, I'm the only – what, they're beholden to me? They wouldn't give a fuck. Just, I, because, I I'm the, just because I'm the main shareholder doesn't mean shit to them. Hey, look, it worked for Bruce Wayne in the Dark Knight trilogy. Again, oh, I offer my services for $25 million to get whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> Tony just becomes the video game uh, mercenaries at that point. Yeah, Tony's like, you know what, I'm fucking going to, ch- you, know, you know, we'll make the church, but the church will also have a mercenary sector. It's like, <laughs> no, no, Tony's, yeah. Tony's just going to start a dirt collection service. <laughs> uh, I, now we did get a question for Spatuli as far as becoming the owner or whatever shot caller at GM. Uh, Al Morin asked, "Can Spatuli bring back the GM hatchback crossovers as well?" You are asking a guy that is talking what? about big block Chevys to bring back crossovers. No, the only thing I'll bring back is the fucking uh, Pontiac Aztec. <laughs> other than that, you either get a big block or you get an ass thing. My mind isn't. I'm not clicking. Don't look at the fucking it... Aztec and you'll see what I'm talking about. They're oh, I know what the Aztec horrendous. looks like. No, dude. The Aztec had a fuck. Aztec was too ahead of its time. That's the problem of it. Yeah, it didn't Shut look up. cool. But bullshit, bro. In the fucking early 2000s, you kind of got an Aztec with a fucking tent on the back. Actually, it was modular as shit. That was shit. a Honda like, Element, too. Though. No, no, fuck the Element, bro. No, fuck you! 
No, fuck you. No, fuck you. Oh, oh I'm, about, I'm about to pull the. I'm about, I'm about to drop a nuke right now, bro. Fuck you. What's up? Yeah. Fuck Hyundai and fuck Kia. How about that? <gasps> you take that back right now, you <laughs> fucking inbred sack of shit. Kia has made one good car in the fucking what? past fucking the history of their company, and it was a stinger. The stinger's fire, though, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. The uh, stinger GTO will drive. Well, it is cool. Hey, Actually, look. hold on. The Genesis is starting to smoke most shit out there at a the very Genesis reasonable cost. Cool. No, like, it's the new doing Genesis. Really well. The new Genesis is nice. Yeah, yeah. because it, you're basically buying a Mercedes for Kia prices, so it's uh, it's really nice. But yeah, but still. And I will say, I know probably all of y'all hate minivans, but like at some point when I become uh, uh, a dad, like. That, no, that no, 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 you refuse, whatever the hell. You refuse all um, times. Would you do? You buy a fucking Escalade, my friend. Fuck, fuck, Jesus. Uh, fuck, no, fuck, that, fuck, 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 minivan. That, cool. But you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get the Escalade ESV, too. Like, you can't ESV, just get a normal Escalade. E, no, the, yeah, you got to get the ESV 600D, bro. Yeah. All I'm saying, all I'm saying, I, I know it's called the, uh, I know it's called a carnival overseas. I don't know what the Kia. Uh, it's called that here too. Kia. Uh, but it's fucking dope. Yeah, so it's a carnival in that, America as well. Okay. Uh, that or whatever the fuck minivan that they stuck a GTR engine in. Like fuck it. <laughs> like if you have that kind of the money. The Juke R. Like, the Juke R was pretty fire. There's yeah, not the a Juke lot of space. GTR. Like, because uh, I don't fit comfortably in a Juke. They, uh, ma they made one of those. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking dope. Uh, now, Almoran did say, I love muscle cars, but my Chevy Cruze hatchback is so handy for just traveling. It's a lot better fuel mileage than an SUV, which is fair. Yeah, cool, but that say... Chevy Cruze hatchback is going to have a fucking six-speed only, and a at least an LS. At least it's got to be a fun car. We so don't I make sensible like... cars around here. We I make oh, cars and... that get smiles to the gallon, <laughs> exactly. not miles and, to the gallon. And another thing, too, I would do if I was fucking like major owner or majority owner of GM, I would. I don't give a shit about the fucking cost at that point because I'm putting bid blocks and shit. I'm bringing everything back to the United States. So everything is being made in the United States. I don't give a fuck what it is. Oh, God, we're losing money already. <laughs> I don't care. Well, there's, that, there's that 70% fucking uh, failure rate right there. Hey, but it doesn't matter. You want to know why? Because my car collection at the end of the day is going to be worth more than anything because it ain't going to be made anymore. After You're I about to just walk up to Jay Leno and be like, hey, here's money. Give me your garage. You're just going to point at Jay Leno's like collection of warehouses that he stores his cars in and be like, how much? Yeah. Just, just hey, this? Okay, cool. Thanks. Uh, Dr. Ghoul also said, I don't want a vehicle that's on the road. I'd wait until there's a VTOL, uh, for regular people. Okay. Uh, well, see, unfortunately, it's never going to happen. I they, they are testing, they are testing some, like, road legal flying cars. Like, bruh, ones that you can bruh, take off from bruh, the driveway. Bruh, bruh. Have I, you drove anywheres lately? I don't want <laughs> the public to have cars that fly. Yeah, exactly, oh, exactly, I'm, not yeah. saying, I'm not saying it's a good decision, because if everyone's already driving kind of drunk, sleepy, tired, whatever the fuck, it's going to be a bad thing when cars start falling from the sky. I'm just saying they exist. You can't uh, find people that uh, abide by, like, road signs, much less FAA regulation. Yeah, exactly. No, like, <laughs> driving, in, driving in Florida and Georgia and a lot of the eastern seaboard, like... A lot of people, even if it comes to like, hey, you got to merge in six miles, they will wait 
right up until the fucking merge thingy cut through the gore and then almost kill you Dude, and I, then yell at you for it. I like, was coming fuck? back from fucking Charlotte today and fucking there was a fire truck in the goddamn far left lane with a fucking accident. Motherfucker in this goddamn little fucking Nissan or something like that almost fucking hits the goddamn fire truck because it waits to the yep. last minute to get over. By the way, did you see the, uh, yesterday on 285, there was a semi-truck, like, whatever, uh, and the, the cargo part of the truck was cut in half. I don't know how the hell the driver did this or what happened or if it was loaded incorrectly. I, I didn't know that wasn't, that wasn't trucks. yesterday, that was Monday. I did or Monday. see that. Yeah, yes. it was Monday. Yes, the fucking. because yeah, I was trapped in that traffic. Yeah, the fucking, uh, it didn't cut it in half, he broke the frame. Yeah, something in the middle just Holy decided shit. to just break. And, like, so, like, you could see, because I drove past it on Monday, and, like, the middle of it was basically blown out at the bottom. And, like, you could see all of, like, I don't know, like, metal-y stuff and wires and all this. It was like someone took a katana and just slashed yeah, underneath all it, all, it, all it did, all it did was, like I said, it broke, it literally broke the frame. The frame on the trailer broke in half. Oof. All I'm saying is that that was a very interesting. All right, it's Monday. I'm gonna go to work. Fuck. <laughs> like, okay, uh, Biggin, what is your selfish purchase though? I am calling Bandai, and I'm getting and I'm buying the new Gundam statue in Japan. <laughs> I don't okay. know. I don't know yeah, if I you've seen that. this yet, but Bandai currently has three full size you know? one one scale Gundams in Japan. They have the original Gramps, the RX-78, they have the new, and then they have the unicorn. I want the new. But would you gold-plate it? No. No. If I wanted to gold-plate it... Possible, bro. If I wanted to gold-plate it, when I'd buy a Hakushiki. Oh, fuck. But, uh... Yeah, that's my... Uh, but, but realistic, um... Um... I... As much as I say it would be like your first purchase, it would take it would be a build that I want to do, but like it would be my first like automotive build, and it would be a '63 Lincoln Continental, big block Ford under the hood, like a uh, 514 Roush Yates motor under the hood, uh, sitting on double deuces all the way around, full air ride, all uh, retro um, modernized interior, blacked out and I, I well i haven't decided if i wanted 110 percent like everything black or if i want to do white like matte white paint with black everything else like black trim pieces black wheels black everything on a matte white paint that look nice just super murdered the fuck out Mm-hmm. but yes my 64 continental or 63 continental my bad yeah i think um look a up Look up Dak Shepard hit and run car. Oh yeah, no, you showed us when we did the car episode. Yeah, but yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that's my car. I don't know shit about cars, but I remember that. Yeah, I think the first um, selfish thing that I would do with the money, I'd get my driver's license finally. There we go. <laughs> that's so, like, not that's, selfish. That's not selfish. Well, no, because Cotier's because answer was so like I, nice I, I and shit. Like, see, there's no, a reason no. why I don't have my license, and it's not money. Uh, it's because I have, I have bad enough road rage as a passenger that it is unsafe for me to be behind the wheel. 
You have but never if to, rode but if, with but me. But if I had, but if I had that kind of money, I wouldn't give a fuck. You say you have a bad road rage. You haven't yes. rode with me. <laughs> My dad got to hear me the other day. He the first time he'd ever heard me like pissed off in traffic. And uh, yeah, yeah. My dad was like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> And I drive for a living. I drive professionally. I'm what they call a professional driver. But you know the cool thing though about those uh, about having road road rage is uh, you simultaneously burn a lot more calories while you drive. Mm-hmm. That's good. I, I mean, like to, okay. I'd, I'd like going. to change my answer. Uh huh. Okay. Um, I will establish the church later. I would like to um purchase one craft international, please. <laughs> a what? Craft International? Oh, I heard you. What is it? Um, it's a bunch of very nice men that you can hire to do bad things. Legally. I'd like to... Oh, it's like... When did Blackwater like change their not... name? It's not. Okay, Blackwater's under... Uh, what is it? Acad They're under Academy, Academy with an I. Yeah, it's fucking dumb. So I would rather have craft with a C. Well, yeah. Plus, like, fuck Eric Prince. But and like, but yeah. I don't think anybody, even at four hundred million, doesn't even fucking take a fucking dent out of it. But you dude, wouldn't be surprised? No, no, no. I'm talking about like, yo. Wouldn't it be better though to be like a fucking shareholder and have all the security clearances no, by going like to no, Skunk Works? No, no, no. But what? No. Oh, hold on. You tell me, you'd rather have that over Skunk Works? I would rather own the company than be a shareholder. Well, hey, look, you're not going to be able to own the company for $400 million. Yeah, let's look at it. Maybe a mercenary company, but not Skunk Works. Skunk Works, easy $10 billion. Easy $10 billion. Well, while, uh, while Tony's trying to figure out if he can buy a mercenary company, um, <laughs> for me, I think I would, I would have two. Uh, one of them would be the 59 Cadillac Series 62. Like, the long land yacht with the fins and the bullet lights um, upholstered exactly the way I want. Just something nice, easy to fucking cruise in, comfy, whatever. I don't need to go fast anymore. I have way too many speeding tickets. I don't need that shit anymore. I want to drive comfy. I love – I don't know if y'all heard this, by the way, podcast and or stream. Ari went, uh-huh, in the background because even going to her parents' place last Christmas, I caught a speeding ticket. Well, see, like, that, that's the great thing. You get one of those cars, you get something like that, you lay it out on air. Those cars are meant to be driven low and slow because you are meant exactly. to be seen in them cars. Yeah, um, and I just – that's that's what I want to just, you know, drive around in. So there's that as, like, one of my first selfish purchases um, another one would, and this is, you know, probably the cheapest out of everyone's fucking whatever. Uh, I had a lot of fun shooting the Barrett 50 cal, uh, and I want one. So oh, if I was just like, grand. yeah, and it's like, it's, it is six grand without any, any other, you know, bells, whistles, whatever you want to call it. Like by the time you get your suppressor, by the time you get a good optic on it, shit like that. Yeah. You're pushing like 10 to 15 grand, but you know, whatever. Like, at, when you have that much kind of money, like, it, 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 fine, whatever. Uh, well, well um, hold on. That should I'm... be like, the, the Barrett should be like just like a, a fucking side piece to what you really want is at least a fucking 200 yard range. Like, <clears throat> Mark 19. It's like, yes! Without, okay. without, without the range, the Barrett's kind of pointless. 
Fuck a like, yeah, fuck a Barrett. I want to go. Thump, 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 I want a Mark Nineteen. Um, and by the way, Blackwater sold for two hundred million, so I could definitely afford that's it. Yep. <laughs> well, no, the reason the reason why is because after they fucked up in Fallujah. <laughs> no, stop! <laughs> don't don't say it. Okay. Lara, Tony, are no, Tony, no, no. Tony, Tony, are you yeah, looking oh, hey, for uh, hey. chief operations, like head of operations? <laughs> Yo. Speaking of speaking of Fallujah, there's a fucking hardcore band called Fallujah, and they're fucking great. Oh fuck! Fucking bet. Um, but I love how Tony's like, "Shut up! You're gonna devalue the company." <laughs> That's the point. He's trying to buy for cheap. I mean, two hundred million is only half of what I made. Yeah, it's really that. That makes no sense because they make fucking way more than half the government. So you're oh, telling me more. for four hundred million dollars, I could own my own island. I could build it out. I could own Blackwater and have a church dedicated to cat girls. Bro, fuck everybody. <laughs> I need to win the lottery. Okay. <laughs> $200 million doesn't seem right, dude. Uh, it's no, no, no. After... It's... Okay, Akil. I, I, I know. I'm well aware. I'm well aware, but still, well, like, even Cotier then. Kotier doesn't know, so tell Kotier. Okay, so Kotier. Um... I'm listening. When when Blackwater came into existence, uh, they were effectively frat row of mercenary companies, and there wasn't a lot of training or anything like that done with Blackwater. Uh, it was more so one billionaire's pipe dream to basically play the video game mercenaries. Mm-hmm. Um, because of this, they got into a... Number one, they were driving on the wrong side of the road, honking and shooting guns um, at civilians. To like not at them, but like over their heads and shit. Oh my god! To transport VIP VIPs and stuff. Uh, they were a menace, and there was a market incident that happened in Fallujah, where, according to them, uh, they came under enemy fire, and so they returned fire everywhere and hit civilians and didn't hit uh an enemy operative because there wasn't an enemy operative. Oh. Um, the they deny it furiously but uh the army investigated and you know they don't like fucking around when it comes to you know diplomatic relations um so they were fined heavily over and over and over and over again and i believe i don't remember what conflict it was but they ended up accidentally killing civilians or something and got us into i think it was the battle of fallujah where um they they started some shit got some of their people killed and the army had to step in and by that time the the inhabitants of this area were fucking tired of it and had to deploy actual like united states like military personnel and it came out to like 40 or 50 something u.s military personnel killed because this frat boy uh mercenary company fucked around and it, that's literally why a battle existed in, in the Middle Eastern theater. So the reason why the value of this company is trash is because they were mandated by many, many government uh, restrictions to not operate in this place, to not do X, Y, and Z, to not have this. And they had to rebrand as well. Um, so they went from Blackwater to uh, Canopy. I think it was Canopy and then Academy. Is that right? Uh, Did I get that Trop- up? Yeah, it was Tropicana. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like the juice. <laughs> like the juice. Um, but yeah, so that's Another where... Another XI, or XE, sorry. Do yeah. you want to know what else is really, really funny about the whole situation? <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> they still operate for the U.S. They still run contracts for the U.S. 
and the reason that they do it and the reason that they were allowed to go uh uh operate the way that they did for so long yeah, is because but... the u.s needed people that could do shit that we couldn't because of the geneva convention and the or not even yep. the geneva convention like rules of engagement and stuff like that like we needed so the united states military's rules of engagement say that you cannot fire unless you were fired upon and you might think all right well that's not too bad um but when like if you're in war and somebody points a gun at you like an enemy points a gun at you and says, I'm going to shoot you. Wouldn't you think you should be able to shoot back? Yep. It's most it people. Was... Most people say, yes, the U S government says, no, you can't do that. You literally cannot shoot them unless they fire at you first. Well, Blackwater never had to operate under rules of engagement. So they did. They did. However, develop and operate. I think what was one of the coolest inventions that fucked everything up which was the AA-12. Um, so that was cool, except when it wasn't. And I know Tony has a huge hatred of that. Of that, that uh, gun's fucking trash. Uh, but we did get an answer from Ari as far as what her, uh, what her thing would be, right? So she would open a pet sanctuary, adopt all the old pets that are in pounds, have people come out and show them affection, and have volunteers help care for them. Uh, people to help with their stress. I'm and... in. Sign me up. I'm in. You're down? Um, and then actually oh, I'm be reminded this, of what it feels like to be loved before they pass away. So that's ours. Yep. You know, it's funny that she says that because one of my actual goals in fucking life, and I'm trying to obtain it, obviously, but as fucking land and land keeps on getting scarce and more expensive, it's getting harder, but I'll get there eventually. Uh, one of my goals in real life, which is obtainable, is to... Um, start either um like a big dog sanctuary or a fucking cow sanctuary because i fucking love cows and i love big ass dogs so that will be in my pipeline you know i wouldn't mind i wouldn't nice. mind having a big cat sanctuary but no they're yes. too much fucking they're too much maintenance carol fucking bastard they're too much maintenance because look a tiger if i'm not mistaken eats about 10 or 100 pounds no it's like 10 or something i know like the monthly cost per tiger is like 10 grand that's just in food. So it's like, even if you're fucking an eccentric fucking billionaire, to, unless the animal can literally never go back into the wild again, it, to me, I don't like having big animals in containment. I just, I'm not a fan of it. It's weird to me. Hey, you uh, want to know a fun fact about tigers? You sure? You There's more tigers in captivity in Texas than there are yeah. in the entire uh, world, <laughs> wild in the rest true. of the world. Well, you want to know why? Because, I, look, I have connections. I can get you a tiger cub right now for $5,000. Yeah, I can too. So it's like, it's not expensive. The problem is I agree with maintenance. I agree but, with Dr. Ghoul. Uh, feed the rich to the tigers? Wait, yep. that'll be feeding one of us to the tigers. I'm yeah, right? Lottery. Fuck no, I'm gonna look bummy, bro. <laughs> oh, okay, Kanye, calm down. Fuck if I that. were to win for if I were to win four hundred million dollars, I would feed the rich to the tigers. I'd save myself for last. But yeah. Um. Now let's go to um the selfless the selfless things. Um. And I want to do. I'm gonna go first on this one because Ari basically kicked off the selfless thing. So mine would be. Uh, I want to buy two giant plots of land. One in Zambia and one in India. Um, 
and I basically want to buy out like the ancestral homes of like my parents and where their grandparents and all that stuff came, like where I came from, um, and like open up schools and or sanctuaries, depending on like what is needed, but effectively fund the areas where like my family came from because I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for them, and you know I can be like, hey, I'm giving back to like where my roots come from. So I really, 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 really want to do that. And the second is establishing a massive partnership with the Make-A-Wish Foundation. I mean, I have one, but it's not, you know, $400 million of of a thing. But do it to where, like, I could effectively have the ability to just play video games and stream. And whatever the hell gets raised by the viewers, I could match. And all of that would just go to uh, helping the children. Like those would be the selfless things that I would I would do because, you know, those kids don't have a chance unless we help give them one. And that's been my goal since the fucking beginning. So that's mine. What about y'all? What's your selfless uh, selfless thing? I'm going to start a church. Again. That's my selfless thing. Are you going to are you going to feed the homeless cat girls? Am I gonna feed the homeless cat girls? I don't know. It's uh, they wouldn't be homeless. Something selfless. Why would I feed the homeless people cat girls? (laughs) Well, you said you're going to give the homeless cat girls. What the fuck are you talking about right now? I'm so confused. You said feed the homeless. No, no, no. I'm trying to figure. No, no, no. Because it's it's selfless. Are you going to help out homeless cat girls? Yeah, that's yes. we're trying to figure out what the selfless <laughs> oh thing you are God. doing with your church. Oh, I thought that Akil was saying, "Am I going to feed homeless people cat girls?" No, like, God damn it! <laughs> well, are you? No, I would have a brilliant community outreach program, though for sure. I would definitely take care of the homeless. I would take care of the veterans. I would take care of the veterans. I would take care of the veterans. <clears throat> United States government. Um. And I would definitely like big community outreach shit, helping schools, stuff like that. Um, anything Muffin wants to do as far as helping people, she's pretty kind in that aspect. So, whatever she Fuck wants yeah. to do. All right, well, yeah. uh, hold on. Dr. Ghoul did say selfless thing. I would offer all the help possible to Mike, the Wizard of Space and Time, Jitlov. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. To be comfortable, rescue his film, and make his last years excellent. So, hell yeah. Uh, what about the rest of y'all? Uh, I would most likely, again, I think that the art residency thing was probably going to be kind of it. Because again, giving giving a spot for people to do their art without worrying about any financial needs, living expenses and shit like that. Like, I think that that in and of itself would be really good. Uh, Setting up scholarship funds for people wanting to go to art school as well. Uh, would be it, but um, definitely be giving a lot of money to like like organizations like Make a Wish um, and things like that, as well as like animal shelters, like all across fucking Canada and the U.S. And then yeah. Spatuli and oh no, I didn't know if you were done. Sorry. No, that that's that's it. Okay, uh, Spatuli and or Biggin, what's your selfless thing? Uh, other than you know making sure my family's straight. Um, definitely, um, build, uh, mental health facilities that actually mm. fucking care. Well, not that some don't, but it's like, 
that are affordable that aren't fucking rehab treatments that are fucking a hundred grand a month because that's yeah. a real thing. Um, and you know this this a mental health facilities that focus on aftercare as much as in care because it doesn't matter anywhere in the United States mental health is fucking absolute fucking dog shit. It's bullshit. And, yeah. Um, yeah, just helping out as much as I can in the in the mental health sector, whether that be with depression or anxiety or, or severe mental illnesses. Um, because there's just there's just really no funding for it. The only funding that it come that it gets now, realistically, is uh from donors. And even then, you know, the owners of the establishment people who work in uh, the medical um field for like psychiatrics and stuff like that, they get paid a decent amount of money. Obviously they deserve it, but that money left over for their patients is very minimal. So just stuff like that. Um, okay. And then, uh, Biggin, what about yourself? I don't have any, like, outright set charities that I would pick, like, or any calls. Like, I'd have my, uh, you know, help my family and and friends out, make sure that, you know, my good family and my good friends would never have to work a day again in their life. But everything else that I do would probably be, like, on a case-by-case basis. Like, just if somebody comes to me with something, like, you need help with, present me, you know, with an offer or whatever like that, and, all right, cool. I'll help you, you know. Hell, yeah. All right. Um, Now, I'm just kind of thinking out loud, like, you know, other things that you'd want to do if you just had, like, stupid money. And I know Tony said he dressed like a bum. Um... I would want at least one very, very custom tailored suit. Like, oh yeah, just I was one, just one. Not no, I mean, I'd want more, obviously, and yeah, I want one for them, every day of the week, bro. I well, I also want them. I want it to be able to fit uh, a a concealed firearm in it without imprinting. Mm-hmm. Like that's one of the biggest things I've wanted in a suit. If and you don't just, go full Barney so Stinson, then you're wrong. <laughs> okay. I was actually uh, I was actually showing Ari um, ties the other day because like. Due to my size, uh, and actually Spatuli is almost yeah. my height, so like you have to buy extra long or extra extra long ties. Otherwise, yeah. you wear the tie, and by the time you get a good knot in, it's at your fucking belly button, and it's stupid. Well, um, like for me, the difference is like I like a I like a three button suit, so it goes up a little higher. I'm not a fan of a two or single button. I like the old school style, so like I have a little well, bit more yeah, see, but duh. still, like it still looks weird though, right? So like. A regular size tie, even with a three-button jacket, it still gets skinny too fast. So it it looks like a it looks like I'm wearing like a a really nice three-button suit with like a fucking Green Day tie. Like it looks stupid. So <laughs> Spatuli likes the suits that they wore in The Godfather. Who the fuck? I fucking it? wonder. <laughs> yeah, look, and I got them too, man. If I no, win like four hundred million dollars, I'm never wearing a suit again. But oh, see, I love suits. I so do I. You got, you gotta like the way it chokes you. You gotta be a little bit, you know. <laughs> Listen, I want look. He knows exactly choked, what the fuck I'm talking about. Where, where he's, you gotta wear what you sound like. You got some kind of a fetish. Nothing wrong with that. But what you need to do to appease that is wear one of them suits where it feels like they're choking you. Put a backpack on with like fifty pounds in it. Feels like a midget's trying to take you down. <laughs> I think that's um, fine, man. Don't fucking love Mitch Hedberg. We Anyways, did. rest his That was soul. a good joke from uh, Mitch Hedberg. Oh, my God. I know, I right? I fucking love Mitch Hedberg. Uh, love Dr. Gould did say, if I had billions, I would consider buying Star Wars back from Disney and setting up a new company that would do the right job from now on, which gave me the idea, you know, I, I would give whatever money 
to like grab Nathan Fillion and be like, hey, we're getting Firefly back and getting good fucking the rest of it. I, I want that back. Well, yeah, I mean, you can, right? So it doesn't Here's matter. Here's the problem with that. Here's the problem with that. One of the things that made Firefly as good as it was was Joss Whedon and his writing. Yeah, but he's a fucking I would dipshit. never, I would never do anything to make him more money. Yeah, like... I didn't realize how bad of a person Joss Whedon was until, like, everything came out. But, like, from Firefly to Dollhouse and everything in, in that realm, like, he wrote really well for these shows. And he really like, did. God damn it. Like, why did you have to go and be a sack of shit? But, see, here's the cool thing, right? Because so if you most go, if... rich people, when you dig into them enough, they're all like that. Just FYI. But, um... It's like oh, once once you have that amount of money, right, and you want, let's say, I don't know, with, with anything owned by Disney is weird because it's usually funded by Disney. But other than that, like if you want to make like Star Trek, for example, right, and you want to be the main funder of it, you say what the fuck goes in that movie. Right. Well, that's you're why, the, you're that's the end why, all be all. That's why all the new Star Wars projects are doing really well is because uh, Filoni and Favreau are like they're fans first. And yeah. that's why these are shining, uh, which is why I have such very, very timid expectations. Well, for that's Aragon. why in the beginning before them, right, the, the movies were subpar is because Disney was the one funding it. And they're like, oh, yeah. oh we're just going to throw fucking Joe Schmo at it and see what they could do. So like, well, yeah, and then once the like, fans got upset, they're like, oh, OK, now we actually got to be strategic. Because before well, they're they like, were oh, like, hey, how do we make it stick? How do we make more blockbuster Star Wars? This is how. Instead of how do we do and honor the the fans uh, and the universe that exists. But, you know, again, it's why I said, like, I'm super hesitant for the Aragon TV series that is announced. Because Disney's in charge and Disney has been known to ruin everything. So mm -hmm. there is that. Uh, now, do we have any... Um, uh, what one, more th uh, one more thing that I would do is I'd also use the money to... To figure out, like, to, to essentially make somebody pay somebody to hold me accountable so that I actually exercise and lose fucking weight, or just get the lipo, one of the two. The lipo. I was gonna say, like, you, if you, you get to do hard work. Come on. I was gonna say, if you if you have the money and you don't have to stress about anything else, like there there's both aspects that you could do. You could either have like your instant reward and get it done and you're good to go, or you actually have the time where you're like, you know what? I don't have to worry about putting, uh, like, making sure like rent's good or anything like that. I can just focus on me and do this at my pace. Like, yeah, but there's that. You you have the money to have the option, which I think is phenomenal. Like that would be that would be the situation that's ideal, where it's like, yeah, I could do this or I could do this because I don't have to worry about my day to day. And I think that's solid. Whatever option you choose is up to you. But having the option in the first place is where the liberation comes in. I fucking today. Uh, I don't know who this Chris person is, but um. Well, what's his is his name Chris or his name? It's Chris something. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's my cousin. Uh, tell that to my fucking depression, dude. Okay. Watch what you eat. Give your balls a tug. I fucking try. All right. I don't fucking need this shit. No, Chris isn't judging you. He doesn't. He doesn't know you like I do. So he's just. He's. He doesn't. He doesn't know. Give him a break, all right? Fuck. 
But yeah, like I, I also get it. Well, but I mean, of course you're gonna give your balls a tug. But you also fucking touch them. Fuck you. Um, but yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. But yeah, like it is. We we did cover a lot of like the uh, the struggles of being big and everything like that. You know, a handful of episodes, maybe more so ago. I don't know how many now. But uh, there is that. But do we have any other thoughts on the billion dollar winning before we head out for today? I under I, I understand that you're trying, and I'm sorry. I don't mean to lash out. Okay, I know you're trying to help. It's it's very very hard. Um, and that's basically all I'm gonna say about that. Uh, anyway, but I will sorry, say this. Carry, carry um, no, no, no. All good. Um, I think what's going to happen next week podcast is I think it's, uh, fat last episode that he has to do before he comes off of his medical leave. So we might do one episode of, uh, am I the asshole? Because I know that he's been really looking forward to like, you know, passing judgment on people as we all do, because why the fuck not? Um, so that might be next week's, but for all of you that are listening, whether you are live with us or you're listening to us on the podcast, feel free to give us your ideas on uh, Twitter or on the Facebook page at BrownLove010. And it four, is much and appreciated. Unfortunately, Akil says we can't have an episode all about titties. No. What? Yeah, that's I, what I, I said. Oh, oh, dude, Tony, you fucking missed it. Man. It is, it is oh 4v1. Before, hold on, okay. Before we log out for the night i want the last sound clip to be this this september marks the 30th anniversary of batman the animated series oh really yeah oh that's awesome that's right. how old you i stop feel titties for batman yep <laughs> you're not we've already we've already had this conversation you weren't here so that's Ooh. on you. There's a reason why it was had while I wasn't here because they know I to the death for it. What do you mean we <laughs> oh can't have God. a stream about boobies? It's a lot more complex than that. We'll do, we'll I'll tell you afterwards. Pretty simple. It's but pretty simple. For those <laughs> of you all again who are listening, uh, please rate and review us on Spotify, Apple, wherever you are listening to us. Because again, the growth that comes from that helps us do a lot more for children. So please, please, please make sure that you do share with your friends and family, all that kind of stuff. And until next week podcast, y'all have a wonderful time. Take care, and of course, from all of us to you. Bye. Bye. Good night. Bye. 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 Bye.